Okay, we are learning Daf Zion. Just a quick recap of what we learned in yesterday's Daf. So we learned about weak mechitzos, inferior mechitzos that have a lot of um, a lot of gaps in between them, but they have either vertical poles or horizontal ropes. And everybody agrees to the premise that they are adequate mechitzos. However, the question is: Is there a maximum amount of space that these things are able to make into Rosh Hashanah? Generally, the halacha is that for a space up to 5,000 square amma, for sure, I mean, that's Pasha, that uh, even weak walls, since the bottom line is they have the din of walls, that's for sure, okay. The question is more, the space that's more than up, uh, more than 5,000 square amma. On the one hand, it could still be a Rosh We find in general, as long as the walls are hokaf ladira, they're constructed for the purpose of making something into a residential area, so the halacha generally is that it could make a Rosh But what about these inferior walls? And that's where we're seeing a difficult machlokas here. So it seems like we have a lot of different views, but uh, it seems that the Chachamim, Larry Kuladik, are saying that whether it's three people or one person, it doesn't really make a difference. A caravan is just an example. Uh, they're allowed to make as much space as they would require. You shouldn't make more space than is necessary. As we saw in the Bryson, you shouldn't be leaving at least a base saw, uh, two base saw that are empty, extra space. That shouldn't be done. Rabbi Yudah says that a caravan is allowed to have as much space as necessary, but a yachid should be limited to just two base saw. And we received that was saying either a caravan or a single person is not allowed to have unlimited amounts of space, but there are certain limitations that are placed in the price. And then we just had uh, a different halachic opinions about how to rule it, but it seemed like the opinion of Rabbi Yudah was pretty much accepted, although the opinion of the Rabbanan also seemed to be like a valid thing. So we're going to start here from uh, Yud Zayin and Aleph, a few lines down. Amar of Gidol, Amar Rab. Shalosha, there are times that if there are three people, it could be usher for them to carry in a space that has five besa. Uh, so it could be that even though they are three people, if there's five besa that are enclosed by these weak walls, it would be usher. And there's a time when they are <coughs> to carry in an area that has seven besa. So it's almost like it's like a riddle. I'm saying if there are three people, there are times that five besa. If they have mechitzos, these bad mechitzos aren't enclosing five bases, so we're going to say it's aser. But if it's in, it's going to be much for them to carry in an area that's enclosing seven bases. What's the case? So I'm really I'm a rab. Did Rab really say this? I mean, that's, it doesn't make any sense. How could it be that there's, it's much more in a bigger space than a smaller space? So I'm a little. So Gilo said back, or rice in the VA. It's like almost like a shvua by the Torah, by the Nevi'im, by the Ksuvim. Rav really said this. And his way of saying that absolutely it could be true. Amar Vashi, my kasha. Rav says, of course it could be true. What's so difficult to understand? Maybe this is what Rav was saying. If the people needed an area of six base saw, in other words, their needs required six base saw, and they surrounded the area with seven base saw with these weak machitzes, they're mutter to carry even in the area of all seven base saw because they need six and they only enclose one extra base saw. So since they didn't enclose it by, by two extra base saw, it's totally mutter. They needed six. So even though they made seven, that's okay. However, if they only, if these three people only need an area of five based on, they surround it with an area of seven based on with these weak machitos, and then it's also even in five. Since the extra, since the, the machitos that they made are are enclosing more than what they need by an extra two beisa, so the whole mechitzos are no good. So we're, it seems like we're working with the idea of the Rabbana that we mentioned before, that when you have a caravan, for sure, then um, you're allowed to do whatever their needs are, as long as it doesn't exceed their needs by two base saw. You shouldn't have two extra base saws sitting there. And that's the riddle. That's the answer to the riddle. Sometimes three people could be one with seven. Sometimes they could be they, they could be also with five. It all just depends on their needs. And it all depends on that variable. 
if the mechitzas are exceeding their needs by two saw or not. So the Gemara says, Allah Diktani, but the Brisa says that both a yachid and a caravan could have whatever they not whatever they'd like, or vajulay sign pano, as long as there's not an area of two saw that's left empty. So what does it mean that's left empty? My love panamiyadim means that it's empty of people, meaning we think that it's supposed to be a proportion of for every person that's there, there should be two base saw. The Gemara is assuming that it doesn't mean there should be whatever the needs are. How many people, they could have a ton of stuff, they need more or, or, or less stuff, they need less. It means a proportion based on how many people. For every person, you automatically get two base saw. Uh, no matter, it doesn't make a difference how much you have. And um, it shouldn't matter. So it should come out that for three base saw, so for three people, uh, you should be you should make sure that you can't have eight base saw. Why? Because you're going to get two base saw for each of the three people. That's six. And then and then you get up to two base saw besides that. But that's what we think the idea the idea is. So this is against what Rob. Rob's saying that if you have three people who only need five base saw, then it's going to be ostered and closed with seven. The Gemara's thinking, no. The Gemara thinks that it means automatically for every person there, there's there's just an automatic thing that you get two base saw. And then there, whatever, and then and then in addition to that, you can't enclose two extra base saw. So that would come out if you have three people, it should be a fine if as long as it's a little bit less than eight. So that's against what Rob said. So the Gemara says, low pony mikil. The Bryce means that it's empty of things, meaning the motor area has nothing to do with the amount of people. It's just what they need, whatever much stuff they have. So 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 if if the area that they need it comes out, it's two base saw less than what was enclosed, then it's no good. It doesn't make a difference how many people. So even though there's three people, if they only needed five and what was enclosed is seven, then the, all the mechitzas are viewed as being invalid and it's no good. So there's no specific amount that we're going to say, oh, if you have this amount of people, you get this amount of space. It's not an automatic two base saw per person. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that at all. So you judge just the general needs of the people and, 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 and there can't be more than two base saw that is extra than that. That's the conclusion of the Gemara here by the caravan. And again, it's Mahmoud's being a reason the Rabbana whether these these dinam are true only to a caravan or even by an individual. That's Mahlogas reviewed than the Rabbana. But Akhabana by a caravan, <coughs> both are in agreement that uh, they get whatever their needs are, however much it is, and it just cannot exceed more than that, whatever their needs, by two extra base saw. Okay, so now the Gemara is saying, again, this is all going to be assuming like the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. The opinion of Rabbi Yudah is that there's a distinction between a what a caravan as and what the um, and what regular people are. So if they're a caravan, they get all their needs, but regular people only get up to the base saw. So the Gemara says, "It What happened if there were three people in the beginning of Shabbos? So they made an enclosure with these weak mechitzos that was more than two base saw, which is totally mutter. Remember, they get whatever their needs are. But then on Shabbos, one person died. So now you don't have a caravan anymore. So there's no validation to have such a large mechitzos. Or vice versa, let's say in the beginning of Shabbos there were only two people and they were making mechitzos that were bigger than two base saw, so that wasn't okay, right? That was not allowed. And so when Shabbos began, these are not valid. Valid mechitzos to include such a large, to enclose such a large area. But then on Shabbos, more people join them. So what the Gemara is trying to figure out is, could the laws of mechitzos change on Shabbos itself? If there's some external variable here, like how many people are there, where the din of mechitzos is different for three people than two people, for three people, they're allowed to make the mechitzos with these inferior mechitzos, however much their needs are. With two people, they're only allowed to make up to a base saw, according to this opinion of Rabbi Yudah. What would happen if it changes on Shabbos? And as we see, the question is both stringently and leniently. Do we say 
that if the mechitos were good, because there was a caravan, but the caravan is bottle on Shabbos, now there's only two people, it doesn't work, and vice versa. What if when Shabbos began, there was only two people, so it wasn't working, but then another person came on Shabbos, does that now allow them to carry with the mechitos? So Rav Huna, Rav Yitzchak, is a dispute in Rav Huna, Rav Yitzchak, Rav one says Shabbos Karemes, it's all about the beginning of Shabbos. So you can't change in the in the, in the middle of Shabbos. All everything is just depends what happens in, 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 when Shabbos began. When Shabbos began, it was a caravan. It's mostly for the whole Shabbos, no matter what happened afterwards. And when Shabbos began, there wasn't a caravan. It's also for the whole Shabbos, no matter even if more people came in the middle. Bachadam or one says the Yerim Karmen. It depends how many people are there. So it's gonna it's gonna change. It's gonna depend, change in the middle of Shabbos if the if the, if the caravan was bottled, then the chitzos now will will be also to carry, and vice versa if the. Um, if the amount of people grew, it will create a hatter. So the Gemara says, Tis let's try it. He didn't say which way. We just said it was Machlux or Avuna Rav Yitzchak. We didn't say which which opinion held which way. So the Gemara says, Tis let's try to prove. So Rav Huna, Damar Shabbos Karmas, Rav Huna is the opinion that Shabbos um, defines it. Whatever was in the beginning of Shabbos is for the whole Shabbos. The Amar Rav, Avayim they asked Rav Huna. Then they also asked Rabbi Let's say there are two chatzeros who now who made an erev together because there was an entrance in the wall between them. So to understand this, right, we know that there's a din of erev chatzeros. So erev chatzeros means that when multiple houses all use one chatzer, so you're not allowed to carry in the chatzer unless they enjoined by the bread that makes them all like they're living in one house. What about if you have two chatzeros? So if there's a wall between them, they don't need to make an erev between them. Because they're two separate rishuyos. But what if they want to carry between the two chatzeros? So as long as there's some pesach, like let's say a four by four hole in the wall that says that there's some form of entranceway between them, they have the option of making an air between the two chatzeros. The option is there, and that would if they made an air between them, it would allow them to carry between the two chatzeros. So let's say that happened. But then on Shabbos, Vinistama Pesach, on Shabbos it became sealed up. So now they lose their entranceway. So if you lose your entranceway, so then the the Erev is no longer able to work between them. Or their Chalon, they were enjoined because there was a window between the Vinistama Chalon, then the Chalon became concealed on, on Shabbos. Ma, what's the halacha? Do we say that once in Shabbos began, since the Erev was there, it's good for the whole Shabbos, even though now the entranceway is closed up? Or do we say um, they know it could, the halacha can change in the middle of Shabbos itself, since now it's Nistam, it's also Amali, they said. Shabbos, hov hocha hocha. When regards to Shabbos, once it was mutter in the beginning of Shabbos, it's mutter forever. Since it was mutter in the beginning of Shabbos, it remains mutter for the whole Shabbos, despite the fact that the entranceway uh, is closed up, so they don't have a Pesach anymore. So we see from here, this time, we can prove from here that Rafun is the one who says that if the, if the number of people would change, there was a caravan at the beginning of Shabbos. So it was mutter to carry with the mechitos, even though it was more than Beisa. And then the amount of people got um, got smaller on Shabbos, Rav Huna would be the one that would, allow you, would, that would allow you to carry. Just like we see here, he says, once it's mutter for Shabbos, it's mutter for the whole Shabbos. And Rav Yitzchak is the other opinion. Rav Yitzchak holds that the halacha changes on Shabbos itself. So the Gemara continues, Let's say that this machlok is Rav Huna Rav Yitzchak about if it stays Shabbos for the whole, mutter for the whole Shabbos, both in the case that we have two cases that we've been speaking about, both in the inferior mechitzos that are being makif more than a base saw, that it's only mutter for a caravan, and then it gets smaller on Shabbos, and in the case of two chatzeros that made an error between them, Derek Pesach, and then the Pesach became sealed on Shabbos. So let's say that those two disputes are talking about Machlokas reviews and reviews that did not, because we learned in a Mishnah, Chatzar, Shunifat, Mishnah, Let's say we have a Chatzar that got a breach on uh, two sides on Shabbos, so therefore you, it, it's missing walls now. Since the breach is on two sides, it's not it's not mutter. It's not mutter. There's um in other words, the walls are collapsing on Shabbos, so now there's spaces that are postling it up. So so if it's postling it up, so it's not gonna work. It's definitely not a Rishasayakhan any longer. Or if you have a house that got a breach on two sides in Shabbos, so it's no longer 
or just a yachid. Or a mavli. Remember, a mavli, three-sided mavli that needs a lechid kora on the fourth side. And something happened to lechid kora on Shabbos. They were removed. What the din, mutar, and those are Shabbos. In all these cases, even though it's no longer Rosh Hashayach, it's still mutter to carry in them for the rest of Shabbos. Basur and Lassu level, but they're Asur in the next Shabbos. They're Rebidu. So Rebidu is saying that fascinating concept. Once it's mutter in Shabbos, it's mutter for the whole Shabbos, even though the wall has become breached. Rebidu disagrees. He says, Imutar and Lassu Shabbos, Mutar and Lassu level. And in Masur and Lassu Shabbos, and Lassu Shabbos, it says, Mimana Shah. If it's going to be mutter now, it should be mutter forever. If it's Asur now, if it's Asur next week, it should be Asur now. Like, what's this distinction? That we're saying, like, oh, once it was mutter for Shabbos, it's mutter for Shabbos. Such a thing doesn't make any sense. So it seems, says the Gemara Lima Ravuna, that we're viewed. Ravuna is going like Ravuda, that whatever the state was in the beginning of Shabbos, it stays that way the entire Shabbos. That, and, and, and if it was mutter in the beginning, the Mechitza was there as mutter the whole thing, just like Ravuna is saying by us. He's saying that the din changes on Shabbos itself. So the Gemara says it's not necessarily true. I'm Allah Ravuna. I know that I'm a feeler of I could say in my opinion, even like Rabbi I can't look Rabbi Yossi. Why is Rabbi being stringent there when the ball falls down? The lesson of Mechitzos, because there you're missing Mechitzos, meaning this concept that once it's mutter on Shabbos, it's mutter for the whole Shabbos, that only works. I, I was saying where the Mechitzos are there, just there's some external variable that's messing. So then we say that it's mutter for the whole Shabbos. Like in our case, right? You had these inferior walls that are there. You have Mechitzos. But there's a din that the rabbis were only lenient by a caravan. If there were three people, so they were only mutter by makel by three people, not by two people. So there we can say, and even though it became two people in the middle of Shabbos, once it's mutter, it's mutter the whole Shabbos. But here it's so fundamental. It's the most basic halacha. Rosh Hashayachan needs mechitzos. So if the mechitzos are missing, we can't give that as a kula at all. That just doesn't. Uh, that just doesn't make sense. It's too fundamental of a problem to say that since it was mutter in the beginning of Shabbos, it's mutter the whole Shabbos. Rabbi Yitzchak Amar, Rabbi Yitzchak says, another Amar, I feel Rabbi Yudah. My machrim pin giving gold, Rabbi Yudah. I come Rabbi Yudah also understand when you hear it. Rabbi Yudah only said over there that that it's mutter for the rest of that. Um, as much for the whole Shabbos, because there was no change in anything that should affect the halacha in terms of the number of people. Like the halacha that we're saying in terms of, uh, if you have a, a house, that's so there's no variable about how many people. So very good, the wall fell down. But once it was mother, it was mother. But here the number of people switched. So meaning, he's looking at it the exact opposite. That here, the halacha of the caravan, the fundamental Kula is based on the fact that there's a lot of people. So it's it, you can't take away the number of people in the middle of Shabbos and still enjoy the kula of having the inferior walls and enclo- enclose such a large space. So his mom is saying the exact opposite kind of svar. It really ends up, though, that there's two machlokes that are unrelated. Our machlokes is about the external variable of three people versus two people changing or the external variable of making an air through Pesach. If the Pesach becomes sealed in the middle of Shabbos, that changes. That's where Rav Huna and Rav are having the Machlokas. But there's a different Machlokas, Machlokas Atanam, in a situation where the walls are changing on Shabbos. Okay, now we go back and we get to the last part of the Mishnah. They said either one of the two is good. They said if you have a Mechitza that's only horizontal or vertical, it's good. So the Gemara says, Hanit HaKama, let's say the Hanit HaKama. The Ender Abundant, we were going off of Rizri Rida. Rizri Rida was saying that, like, um, that, 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 that it's really no good. Even for a caravan, they can't carry more than a Beisah in a situation where we have these weak mechitzos. And the Chacham are saying, no, 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 they're good. So that's what, like the Tanakama, that they're good. What are the, what's the difference between the two groups of Rabbanon? So the Gemara says, the difference is for an individual who makes these bad mechitzos in a place when he's not traveling. Um, in other, in, in, could he use it? Could the mechitzos make all of his needs? These inferior mechitzos, are they able to be mocked more than two they saw 
uh, for all his needs, or no, if it's, it's only kula, it's only if he's traveling. But if he's in a place of Yishuv, then you can't do it. So the first Rabbanon, our Mater, only if the Maisa, he's traveling. But if he's in a regular Yishuv, he's a regular residential area, we're not making for him to use the inferior Machitos more than 5,000 sa, but 5,000 Amba. But according to the second opinion, uh, we're making in all cases, no matter what, even for Yachid, even in a regular place that people live, we are making to use these inferior Machitos, Mimakif, even more than 5,000 square Amba. So bottom line is, just to conclude what we have, everybody agrees to the premise that inferior machitos are walls, and everybody agrees to the premise that um, they definitely can 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 make a rishosayach. But the question is, Rabbi Yehuda says that, that that for a regular person who's going to use this, you can only use inferior walls for up to two beisa and not more. But if it's a caravan, you can do however much you want. The first group of the rabbanon are makel even for an individual, but only if he is traveling. Um, uh, only if he is traveling. But if you have a yachid in a, a regular area, then it's only limited to two beisah. Rizra Buda holds that even a caravan, you can't get more than six beisah, two, two beisah per person. And the second group of the Rabbanon are mekel, no matter what, no matter when, you can use the inferior walls for however much your needs are, as long as you don't leave two extra beisah that are open, as we learned about. Okay. Uh, just because we were talking about the caravan, we mentioned the kula, about the caravan, which comes out really a kula, only according to Rabbi Huda, that they're able to do more. So now we talk about other times where there are kulas for people who are traveling. So our Dvar, Pashim, and Machim, the rabbis were makel for four things in a camp. It's like we're talking about like an army that's camping. Uh, the rabbis were lenient on them because of the special needs. Maybe in Eitzim, one thing is that the soldiers here are allowed to just take wood. They don't have to worry about stealing. They can take wood from anywhere. They're putter from the tila sedan. They don't have to wash their hands before eating. Me demai from the din of demai. Demai. Is a suffix. Uh, the the Amiya arts were very very weak in their in their um, observance of trimus amaisos. So the rabbi said that when you get stuff from them, you're supposed to uh, take again trimus amaisos just in case. Uh, that's called demai. But for these people, we don't have to take off demai. Well, the Arab and they do not have to make an ear of the gemara. We'll talk about what kind of ear we're talking about. It says the gemara tana rabban on machanai yuses mochemes arishos when an army camp is going and it's fighting on mochemes arishos. In other words, Mohammed's is just an optional war because when you find an Arab Israel, that's Mohammed's mitzvah. So here we're talking about Stam. The Jewish people are trying to gain some more ter- territory randomly. That's Mohammed's Rishos. So what's the din? Mutar and Begezel, They are allowed to take um, some, dry, some dried out wood. And the point of the dried out wood is that even if it's dry, so dry is better type of wood that you would use for fuel for a fire. So moist wood for sure is okay, but we're saying even dry wood which the owner may have been wanting to use, it's much for them to take. They're also allowed to camp anywhere. They're allowed to camp even in someone else's backyard. The army has the right to just come in and camp there. When you have, wherever they are killed, let's say someone dies right there, they, they are meant to be buried right in that spot and not even buried in a cemetery, which we will talk about. So first, we said that they're allowed to, to take Dry wood. So the Gemara says, "I take onto Yeshua." The din to take wood is one of the takanos Yeshua. And the Gemara Baba Kama tells us that there were different takanos of Yeshua that applied in Israel. So Amar Mar Sarat Tanoi Hizni Yeshua. Yeshua maintained conditions about Eretz Israel when he divided for the Jews. One of them is that the Jews can put their animals in any wooden area, even if it's owned by somebody else, because generally wooden areas not people don't take them. And people can take wood from the fields. So we see that there's a special takana from Yeshua that like all the wood found in the field is treated like ownerless that anyone can take. So why do we need a special kula for the army that they're allowed to take wood? And in general, you're allowed to take wood 
Um, it doesn't have to be a general, a specific kula for the army. So the Gemara says, "House of his mivhegi in Yoshua." It's only talking about a very of bushes that are very low down by the ground. That's not so valuable, and that's why we're able to be make all and declare them ownerless. But Achavasharitim here, we're talking about real good wood, which is only special kula that the army can take, but nobody else uh, would be would be uh, allowed to take the wood. Inami or another answer, Hasamochubarn. There could be talking about wood that's still attached. So if wood that's still attached, there's a lot of tirchah you still have to do. You have to cut it down. So it's more likely that the owner wouldn't mind if someone took it. Here are the brides we're talking about, even if it's already detached pieces of wood, that the owner probably would want a lot more. Inami Hasamochubarn. There could be talking about moist wood. Moist wood, usually people aren't are as particular about to use for firewood because it's not going to burn as well. So that might be more after Hasamochubarn. Here in the brides we're talking about dry wood. So dry wood is a bigger novelty and only is a mutter. It's only mutter for the for the army camp. <coughs> Says the bride's review of and other clues that they can camp anywhere. If somebody a soldier gets killed, they're to be buried right there. So the Gemara says, of course they're buried right there. Mace mitzvah. It's a mace mitzvah. In other words, the Gemara is assuming that some random soldier is going to die. It's a mace mitzvah. There's no relative there to attend to the needs. So it's a mace mitzvah. Mace mitzvah. There's a din that a mace mitzvah should be buried right where it's found. And uh, it doesn't make a difference who owns the land or anything. Yeshua is one of the Dakonas, actually, of Yeshua, that a mace mitzvah has a right just if it's found there, you bury it right there, you don't move it anywhere, even if the field is owned by a private individual. So, what in the world is going on? And why are we saying that there's like a special kula that a soldier that's killed is to be buried right there? Of course, he should bury right there. It's a mace mitzvah. So, the says, and it could be that there are people around who could attend to his burial. But still, uh, the soldier who dies has a right to be buried wherever he is right then. It's very interesting din of the Takanos Yoshua that the Mace Mitzvah should be buried right in a spot. I mean, it doesn't really make so much sense. Like, why not go to a cemetery? But it seems to be like Chazal are saying, like, take care of it right now. So don't, don't make a big deal. You have to go somewhere or go somewhere else, find a cemetery, find a plot, because then it might not happen. Just do it right now. And the Gemara is saying the same thing with a soldier, a bigger Chazal. Even if he has a family, there are people, some relatives who might attend to the burial. Still, he has the, the, the Mace, that there's a din that it's able to be buried right there uh, in the spot. Continues the Gemara, the Tanya Yizel, Mitz Mitzvah, what's an example? It's Mitzvah Koshin the Korban. No one, there are no family to, to, to take care of the burial. Korban, but if the deceased would have called out and people would answer him, meaning he, if he would ask people to take care of the burial, people would take care of it. He said, Mitz Mitzvah, it doesn't have a dinner for Mitz Mitzvah. Now the Gemara challenges what the premise that we've been saying. Mitz Mitzvah, Konam, Komo, is that really true? That a Mitz Mitzvah has a right to be buried right in the site that he dies, not moved away? But Tanya says in Bryce, Mitz Mitzvah, the other say a person finds a dead body lying on the road. So if an alien min, uh, it's rati, you should move it to the right side of the road, or the smallest rati to the left side of the main road and buried there. Sadabar Sadanir. Let's say on one side of the road is a empty field, on, a, on the other side is a plowed field, you should move it to the empty field and bury it there. Why? Because it doesn't cost as much. Sadanir or Sadazara, let's say on one side is a plowed field, and the other side is a field that is planted, you should bring it to the plowed field. Let's say both fields are both plowed, both planted, or both empty. So then you just do whatever you want. But anyways, we see that you do not bury it right where it is found. We see clearly that you're moving it away from the site that it was found. So Amar Bibi, no, that price of the course was found on the boundary. It was across, meaning that it was a, the, the, the body was on the width, was lying across the width of the road. And the reason that we do it is, certainly you're not going to leave it right there across the road. Because there are all these people, a coin might be traveling on the road, and you have to move it from there. It's very dangerous to make 
and bury him right under the road where the coin could be mal on top of it. That would be very bad. So you definitely, once you have to move it, it's then you move it to whatever side you want. So we see that that's just an exception. Generally, the halacha is that mace mitzvah is to be buried, um, but we're saying but we're saying that was an exception because it had to be moved across the, with the boundary. And again, the army camp is a bigger kula, and even if it is not a situation of mace mitzvah, still the din is that you bury it right in the spot that it's found. The next kula was a pure that there's no chiv of netil sedaim for the soldiers. This is all true only for washing before the meal. But in regard to washing after the meal, that's an obligation because it's, it's not just the mitzvah, it's because the rabbis are concerned about a danger that exists if a person doesn't wash their hands after they eat, which we'll say in a second. And therefore, even for soldiers, we're not going to exempt them because we don't want them to be harmed by the danger of not washing after a meal. What is this danger? What's the reason why the rabbis are so insistent on washing hands after a meal? Because there's the, the Sidom salt that can blind eyes. So therefore, the Rabbanon were concerned that when a person's eat, they always eat with salt. And there's a type of salt called the stone salt that can make a person, if it touches his eye, it can be very bad. So therefore, therefore, uh, the rabbis made a takana, the person has to wash their hands after eating. That you can find this, it's even a tiny bit, one tiny little grain in a, in a whole core of salt, even if it's a tiny little portion, you can find this little bit of bad salt. So what's the Allah of a person measuring out salt? Is it only Allah after eating? <coughs> or is it any time a person comes in contact with salt? It's not a good question, of course. The point is, when you have contact with the salt, you have dangerous salt. So therefore, it should apply um, It should apply if you're measuring the salt also. Now, the post game that comes from the Tosas and Brachos already talked about that today, what happens if we don't really have the malstomas? Is it a chiv? Is it not a chiv? complicated discussion in the Rishonim. So the soldiers are punted from washing their hands before the meal, but not from washing their hands after the meal. Says the Gemara Demai. It says that the soldiers are punted from Demai. Where do we see leniencies with Demai? For example, poor people are allowed to be fed Demai, even though it's a suffix, but we can be lenient for the poor. Or for a, a, a traveling soldier. So we see this idea, since it's only Darabanan, we can rely on the fact that, eh, even though the Amiaras a lot of times aren't so observant of the halacha, most of them are in most circumstances. So even though the rabbis were choshish and they said better to take off, but there are certain circumstances where the rabbis were leaving. Poor people cannot be fed or the troll they cannot eat says you can feed the poor and the soldiers we said the soldiers don't have to make an air of This is a reference to air of chatseris. Air of chatseris, which is again, where you have but the problem is that multiple houses are accessing the chatser, so it resembles kind of the idea of Rosh Hashanah because there's many different private places that are carrying in the streets. So the rabbi said only carry if all the houses are enjoined by bread. So there, there's such a din. There we have such a din that uh, to make an air chatseris, and we can be lenient for the soldiers not to do it. But about a different type of air, air of tchumen. Air of tchumen is that you're not allowed to go more than 2,000 amas beyond the boundary. There, we actually have to be machmir, even though they're soldiers, they have to make an air tchumen. What's the idea with that? That air tchumen is from the Torah, so it's much more machmir. The tani Torah. A person even gets lashes. If they travel beyond the 2,000 amas, there would be lashes. So it's an isra daraisa. So since it's an isra daraisa, so we can't be more leko for soldiers. The whole idea is that certain Torah were more makeup for soldiers, but we can't put more makeup if it's a Daraisa. Can you get 
Um, so where's the Daraisa? So it comes from the Pasuk in Parshas B'Shalach by the Mana, a person shouldn't go out of his place on, on Shabbos. What does it mean to go out of your place? Your place is where you are in the 2,000 Amas around there. You can't go beyond that. So this is all based upon, we're going to see this many times in the Masechla, it's really Rabbi Akiva's position that Tchumen is Midaraisa. It comes from that Pasuk. But the question is, we said you get Malchus, but the Lushan was Al Yetzeh. It didn't say in the Torah, Lo said don't do. Usually, it's the lushan of low that makes something low sasetic is malchus. But here it just said al. So how do we know that you get malchus? So it says in the pasuk, don't turn to the obviously you don't him. Obviously you don't him all sorts of sorcery and magic. Which are forbidden. You don't get malchus. It's not true. We are everybody knows you get malchus for doing that sorcery. So we see that even al al can mean the uh, same. It's it's like the Torah said lo says. You're right. Rabbi Yochanan wasn't bothered from the lushan of al. He was bothered by a different point. The, the Isra against Chum, you're right, it's saying it there, but it's also talking about somebody who's carrying. can also mean don't carry something out of its place. So since if somebody carries, they get the death penalty, and every death penalty needs a, a warning in the Torah, and the warning in the Torah comes from my So how can we say that the Pasuk is coming to give Malchus for, for for leaving the tomb, if the pasuk is also clearly saying that you can't carry on the Shabbos, and this is an interesting principle that even when the pasuk is including two things, there's no malchus that is given. There's no malchus that is given unless the pasuk is exclusive for that purpose. But if the pasuk is also there for a different reason, like here to warn against carrying, then we can't do that. So if it was just really primarily talking about carrying, it would have said al don't carry out. Didn't say that. The grammar is different. Al say a person should not leave himself. So we're saying the ikr pshat in the pasuk is really not to leave the tchum. And since that is the really central primary pshat in the pasuk, we don't run into that problem. And in fact, there could be lashes for leaving the tchum on Chavez. And as we conclude, that's why there is no kula for the um, for the soldiers to 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 not to make an air tchum. Okay, now we start the next parak, and this is a concept that we have mentioned. Osin pas in the bureaus. You can make boards for the wells. So we're talking about people, the older regalim, and the wells are Rishasayachan, and they want to draw the water, but if they draw the water, they're carrying from Rishasayachan to Rishasarabim. So you're going to create these boards that are going to go around the four corners around the well. And it's going to become a Rishasayachid. So the rabbis are very lenient, even though it's parts Rubala only. You just have in the four corners and I'm by Amba board on either end, the rabbis are lenient and they view that as machitos. You make four double posts, one at each corner. It looks like eight. It looks like oh, eight because each one is an L. It's a double post. There's two single posts at 90 degree angles, and then it gives the appearance like eight posts. You have to have eight posts that look like 12. The point is, in addition to the four double posts, you also need four single posts that are in the middle of each one. And the idea between them, ultimately, we'll see more clarity in the Gemara, is that they're arguing about how big the gaps can be between them. Rabbi Meir is only mater up until 10 Alma gaps, and Rabbi Yudas Mekel even greater until 13 and a third. And uh, that's what our mayor is saying, is that if it would be more than Tanama, you're going to have to make sure that you have some posts in the middle of the directions as well. The height has to be 10 Tvachim, the width has to be 6 Tvachim, right? That's one Amma. But all of you, in the thickness of the actual post, could be any amount. How much space could be between them? So this was alluded to before. Now we just got clarity. They should be the amount of open space. That's why the two teams of three oxen apart can pass through Diver and Mer. That's only 10 Ammas. We all shall Arba, two teams of four oxen, true as Lumutaras, and we're talking about oxen that are tied, not loose, which is smaller amount. One team of oxen coming in and one team exiting, which you require a little bit more than if they'd be going in the same direction. Okay. 
Amazing. Let's stop here for today, and we'll pick up tomorrow with more discussions about uh, the Posse Biros.